The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome. So today we are going all American. Now, we just came off of a Labor Day weekend, um, which is always it's always a, a great big weekend, I think, in America, because, you know, it's it's the unofficial date of summer. Kids are all going back to school. I live in Phoenix. So for us, it's like, you know, we're, we know the weather's going to start getting cooler for us. Um, but you know, there's also something really patriotic about these holidays, you know, from Memorial Day, 4th of July to Labor Day, they all represent something truly American. And we have, you know, an election year right now. So we're all about uh, patriotism. We just came off the Summer Olympics. And of course, you know, the United States of America did fabulous um, and uh, really super exceeded gold medals and, you know, uh, opportunities, uh, new people coming in, people that have won medals before, continued to win medals. And I think it was just a really exciting time for America. So I'm really uh, thrilled to introduce you to my guest today, um, who is going to create an opportunity for us to be proud to be Americans as well. And that is Patty Schmucker. And she is from American Made Beauty. Uh, She's the CEO and co-founder. And Patty, welcome to the show. Bonnie, thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah. So, you know, it's I, as I was kind of putting this show together and everything, I thought, what does it mean for me to not only be American, but buy American? And, you know, and I remember there was a time where buying American didn't feel so good. I remember, you know, there was a time where, you know, the little things didn't matter. It didn't matter if they came from somewhere else. But I know that there's this complete resurgence of, you know, we need to take pride in uh, American-made goods. We need to make sure that we're keeping jobs and sustainability and, you know, and, and products here type of thing. And I know that you're just a big fan of that. And not only a fan, but you've also created a company around it. But you've also been in the industry for many years like me. Um, so before we talk about American-made beauty, I would love to hear your story, how you got involved. Where, where did beauty evolve for you in your whole life? Well, thank you. And, and, you know, it's interesting because um, I um, got involved in the beauty industry uh, the summer between my junior and senior year in high school, where I had the opportunity to enter beauty school uh, more as a vocation, as a way to earn a living than as, a, as uh, anything else. And during the first couple of years after uh, getting involved, starting my training, finding an amazing mentor, um, more than one, um, I uh, moved from a vocation into a passion. 
And um, I have uh, been in the beauty industry now for 40 years. You know, like you, I've, uh, you, you have been a, a voice that has uh, really shaped the industry and the way that consumers know beauty. Um, I've been at the forefront and, and been able to be involved, uh, first working behind the chair as an esthetician for uh, many years and being at the right place at the right time when a little company called Aveda was first starting. Mm. And uh, Horace and I met uh, when uh, Aveda was sort of just a glimmer in his eye. And uh, over the next 18 years, I became the second largest Aveda distributor in the U.S. So that was sort of the pathway that got me in and then got me into not only understanding what it was like to work behind the chair, but also distribution and how products were made and that type of thing. So that's sort of the, the short answer. Yeah, good. Well, and Aveda has such a precedence in the beauty industry and in the minds of consumers as well. It's still, you know, a company that's out there just doing doing a great job and, you know, being strong. Well, I think one of the things that that, that we were able to do, Horst was such an, a passionate leader in the in the idea of being able to uh, do good while being good and being able to really bring around this conversation about natural and organics and what does that mean. And while we weren't anywhere um, as close as the natural and organic products are today, meaning that cycle has evolved tremendously, it was it was breathtaking. It was breakthrough. People couldn't even pronounce the word aromatherapy. They used to call us Chicken Little when we would go out there in the field <laughs> uh, or Jehovah Witnesses because we were talking about concepts that were so uh, foreign uh, to people. And Horace was really a pioneer in getting that conversation going. Every time I look at a natural and organic product in the marketplace today, I really credit um, Horst in being the person that helped to make that uh, mainstream. Yeah. And, you know, and I really liked that you said that, you know, that the way the products were made 20 years ago, you know, with Aveda under the umbrella of natural and organic has really evolved today. Like there's so many more resources um, to be able to have products be more sustainable under that label of natural and organic. And um, and it's true. You know, he really was the pioneer in all of that. So anything anything today that resembles that is just a reflection and a mirror of, you know, that success that he created in his company and companies and Aveda being one of them. And, and I think also the, the whole passion for really part of what makes me um, passionate about American Made Beauty, and that is that what Horse taught us was not only about natural and organic, but about innovation, creativity, and safety. That in, in, in making products, that those were the things that needed to be at the core of what we were doing. So when I look at the evolution that's occurred with natural and organic, I not only look at the fact that we, we, there's better science and we know more about what we can do with botanicals and things like that. We know more about the body. And as a result of that, we know how to topically and internally feed it in order to sustain it. Um, but the, the, the whole reason why those advances have continued is because at the core of our American culture is this thirst for innovation and doing things creating creatively and maintaining a certain level of safety and quality. Oh, perfect. I love that. So innovation, safety, and quality, like all of those things, you get that mixture, the right mixture of that together if you're producing a product or a company or manufacturing something. Um, and you've you could have a winning formula here. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and then I think that's part of why 
you know, there's a lot of different reasons that we can talk about why American products are so in demand, but one of them is the fact that there is a, a, a clear, we've earned the reputation of being a producer of things that are made well with the idea for quality in it, the idea of safety in it. Um, those, are, those are things that our country has developed a reputation around the world for making products with that kind of safety. Yeah. So, you know, let's kind of just pull out a little bit from beauty here. I mean, if you look at kind of like that expectation, you know, Apple being one of them, I mean, that's like a a, a good indication of, uh, you know, one of those companies that's innovative um, and, you know, trying to trying to do the right thing. And it, it's it, it is a reflection on us, you know, yeah, I, I get very much that our lifestyle is one where we are thinking outside the box. We're looking at um, the way in which we can better enhance the way that the ways that we can enhance the way that we live and work and being able to do it differently than it was done before. So, I mean, Apple's, uh, the, the, the mantra of Apple is, is think different. And um, I think that's very much reflective of the American lifestyle. Yeah. So what are some other reasons why you think that American-made products are in demand right now? And, you know, certainly in all categories. Absolutely. I I think that one of the best um, advocates for uh, the demand of American products, advocates of is the, is the advocation of, of the American lifestyle. And one of the, the instruments that has been so successful around the world has been the entertainment industry. Movies and television, television and entertainment, our music, um, spreads the American lifestyle and value system throughout the world. And when people engage in that entertainment and they have the visual pictures of what Americans look like, I'm actually um, in, La- in downtown Los Angeles today at a meeting of uh, Chilean companies that have come here to the United States to try and look at ways in which they can bring their product here. And sitting at the table having lunch with these people from all over the world, they're asking, they're, they're thirsty for, so where do I get um, this particular type of clothing or where do I get this particular type of cream or where's the best place to get this particular hamburger? You know, they've watched it in these movies and they they come here specifically uh, for transporting and being and being able to have a taste of that American lifestyle. That is that is so true. And really the fashion, entertainment, you know, like just those two categories alone, let alone technology, um, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- we are we're, we're we're out there like people see it. And so they do gravitate towards it. And, um, you know, you, you cannot deny that these reality shows and some of this stuff that's on, you know, TV and in movies is certainly gravitating people towards some of the beauty opportunities that we do here, which, you know, there is a there's a moment where some of the stuff is embarrassing. Some of it's like, oh, we're not all <laughs> like that. I promise you. <laughs> right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But, but it does create opportunity and it creates exposure and it gives people that, you know, that that ability to, you know, like, let's say, I, I swear, I say that I, I'm not going to bring up the Kardashians on one of my shows and I always bring up the Kardashians <laughs> on one of my shows. But it's like, you know, they could wear a, a, a pink lipstick and it will be a phenomenon and that company will like rise to success just based on a pink lipstick. So right, it's right. It, it, you know there is that it does it does make a difference and and I know that you know I, that no go ahead 
I think the other piece of it is education. I mean, we our education system is one of the ones that is, that is coveted and regarded um, throughout the world. And so a lot of the young people, of people of means throughout the world, when they think about being able to provide their children with the very best possible education, they send them to America. And so our universities are a place where um, um, young minds from around the world are also exposed to our lifestyle and, and our value system. And that value system, which really is the fertile ground for entrepreneurship, which says that anything is possible, you know, seek your dreams, think outside of the box. And that, that they, the, our universities are um, that, that fertile ground that really, really nurtures that kind of thinking. And I think that's another very important aspect of the reason why um, the American lifestyle is sought throughout the world. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so true. And, and I think that, you know, not only you being an entrepreneur of a company called American Made Beauty, but the opportunities that, it, that you present for others to take on the entrepreneurship and and um, really feel and feed from that American-made quality that you're expressing here. And, you know, the timing couldn't be perfect. Like, you know, we, all eyes are on us right now, you know, with our, with, our, with our political agenda, with, you know, coming off of the Olympics, like I'd mentioned in the opening. Um, you know, we just really, people are looking at us and, uh, and you know, and, and – some of that, you know, a reflection back to, like you said, the lifestyle, you know, they're really looking right. at the lifestyle that we have. And I, I think sometimes we take advantage of our culture, you know, like, like how, you know, how much freedom we do have at times compared to others and everything. But I know that, you know, American Made Beauty was, you know, this, this baby, and I'm interested how this baby got formed. And, and, you know, what had this – what had you want to create something like this so that there was there was this mention, this certification, this label, in other words, for mm-hmm. companies to have? Well, you know, I had uh, the good fortune, as I said earlier, uh, to be involved with Aveda early on uh, when it was just starting. And it certainly – I can't look back and say that, that the process of developing an unknown brand into the powerhouse that it became – was an easy process, but the but we had the good fortune um, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, to be in a situation that whatever market you chose to play in as a as a brand as a product, the 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 all you needed to do was understand the ground rules of that particular market and get really good, hone your skills, and you could be successful. That's not the game we're playing anymore. Not the, anymore. The internet. And the way that consumers, consumers want product, wh- where they want them, when they want them, and it's created what's called the omni-channel. And so today, we're navigating uncharted waters when it comes to any consumer uh, category um, where we're trying to reach, bring our products uh, to the consumer. Uh, and so American Made Beauty was created because I had an opportunity Actually, through the federal government, federal government identified the beauty industry as the third most profitable industry in the United States and as, a, as an opportunity to really help with the recovery of the economy post-2008, they wanted to increase the number of U.S. companies that were exporting. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a, a very innovative gentleman at um, a Center for International Trade, which is a government organization, that thought that rather than trying to, to help 
companies in all sectors, then he would focus on the beauty industry. Cesar Arreola is his name, and he put money and got grant money from the federal government to put together a program specifically designed to help U.S. beauty companies increase the amount of products they were exporting out of the United States. And I was in, again, good place at the right time, and I was asked to help create the structure for beauty companies to be more effective at export. Well, Bonnie, the interesting thing is what I learned in that process is there were many beauty companies that were struggling getting distribution getting distribution and being effective not only in in exporting but in their in the domestic market and um, American made beauty as a company was created specifically as a a fertile ground to help develop beauty companies to be more effective at comes, um, connecting with domestic and international distribution wow good all right so we're getting ready to take a break right now so I, I you know I, I I have my listenership is all over the world. Um, right. And certainly, like you said, there's a fascination for buying American made products. Um, and it's, and you know, that's obvious sometimes because you can see how people will duplicate American made products, <laughs> yes, <laughs> mimic, yes. copy, whatever, whatever the words are that you want to use type of thing. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious for my listeners, and certainly you guys can tweet me uh, back at uh, Bonnie Bonadeo One or send me a message on my Facebook page, Beauty Inside and Out Show. Um, and, you know, how important is buying American-made to you? How important is buying American-made to you? So I'm curious from your perspective. And then when we come back from this break, Patty's going to share with us then this next evolution. So what, what she discovered in creating this company to be able to support American companies to do more exporting and beauty being the, the industry chosen, which is fabulous – um, we're curious, Patty, how this evolved and, you know, what kind of companies. And then, of course, what does that really mean? Because I think that we're sourcing so much from all over the world in order to make a quality product anymore. What does it mean to be American-made? Okay, we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I have my guest here, Patty Schumacher from American Made Beauty. Um, and, you know, she 
she shared with us uh, kind of her evolution in the beauty industry. She's been in it for over 40 years and seemed to be at the right place at the right time. Um, and in this evolution, she just shared with us how American Made Beauty started. Um, and, you know, my, my question to you, Patty, is – is what does it take to make that claim to be American made? I, uh, that would that would maybe be the good place for us to start. Yeah, so then th- that's really important because you can pick up almost any bottle of a beauty product and you'll see on it somewhere will it will say made in America. Um, and but there is a very very distinctive. Um, a qualification that a company has to have to make that, and consumers are really driving this whole idea of claims so that um, that they they're authentic, that they mean something. So here's what w- the way that American Made Beauty has taken those regulations and put them into something that's definable. And so we offer two verifications. One is a manufactured in the United States. And the other is made in, in the United States. And both of them are good, but they mean entirely two different things, and consumers should be aware of that. So in order for a brand to carry the manufactured in America claim, it means that they are physically making their product here in the United States, and that, that which we think is really important. Yeah. And, and the reason for that is because the safety of a, a product that you're going to use on or in your body is, is, is manufactured in the compound and fill and the way that the product goes into the bottle. So it being physically made here, we think is one of the most important things uh, that has to happen. And so uh, in order to get the manufactured in America, it's got to be actually physically manufactured here. And of the, all of the elements that make up that product, meaning the bottle, all of the ingredients that go into the bottle, Everything that, that makes up that product, 51% or greater of those elements come from sources here in the United States. And if they can make that, if they can meet that measurement, then they can carry the manufactured in the United States. Um, in addition to that, they also have to um, be utilizing the FDA requirement for the way the packages are labeled. Cosmetics have very strict rules about the way products are labeled so consumers can make informed choices. And we verify all of those elements in order to award someone the manufactured in America. In order to get the made in America seal, the a company has to, has to um, follow all of the same guidelines. But a made in America means that no more than 20% of the elements that go into the product come from sources outside of the United States. So there's the difference. Mm. Um, is that it's, it's the it's the quantity uh, of the of the foreign elements that make up the product uh, that determines whether they get <coughs> awarded manufactured in America or made in America. Now, w- let me just add that one of the things that immediately somebody says, well, why can't we make the, everything? Every element of it should come from the United States. And the problem with that is that with cosmetics, particularly hair care, skin care, one of the things that is um, important is the active ingredients. And being able to source botanical ingredients, um, essential oils, 
uh, copper, um, all, all sorts of different elements that come from all over the world. And so to make a beauty product that 100% of it is made here in the United States would put us into a position where we're not competitive around the world. Uh, and so we love it when 100% of the ingredients and everything that goes into it is made, comes from the United States. But the most important thing is that it needs to be made here, engineered here, because it's here that we have the innovation, the creativity, the quality, and the safety. Yeah, I was going to say the safety being a really big part of it. Um, remember a few years back, Patty, when that Brazilian blowout um, – was coming in from, you know, South right. America. The product was coming in for South America. And and although it, it had some labeling and some approval on it, FDA approval on it and stuff like that, like there was some misconceptions around it. And some people were, were literally like not – they were getting sick, not feeling well, having reactions to it type of thing. Um, and, you know, and then, of course, they they really took a closer look at it. And, you know, those companies had to refine their products in order for them to come back in here. And you know, that's a great point, Bonnie, because a lot there for a long time, one of the things that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up is when I hear people say that cosmetics in the United States are not regulated. But the mm. fact is, is that we, we have very, very strong rules and guidelines that have led this country to create some of the safest, safest products in the world. Yeah. And part of that is that, that those rules do exist. In the United States, unlike other parts of the world, a cosmetic company doesn't have to prove that they have followed those rules for the product to end up in the marketplace. But if the product does end up in the marketplace and someone gets hurt, those companies are liable. And our government has means by which to go in and hold companies compliant and make them make those changes. And the, the Brazilian blowout was a perfect example of that, where a company basically was not following the rules. They were misbranded their product. They were mixing product in an inappropriate way, and, and people started getting sick. Mm-hmm. So... Um, these, we, that's the reason why we feel this, this third party validation service is so important to consumers because we're being able to be that extra layer of pr- protection. You know, we would hope that consumers will begin thinking about the American made, uh, manufactured and made in America seals as the good housekeeping seal of beauty products. Yeah, and we'll be yeah. looking for those, because those, those seals because they know that that someone else has validated that that cosmetic company is following all of the rules that the FDA has put in place to ensure consumers' um, safety. Yeah, you know, that's funny because all of a sudden it was like I'm realizing that the dog treats that I buy my dog, my little my little eight-pound chihuahua, um, I make sure that it has a made-in-USA seal on it. Okay. Because all yeah. those because all those dogs were getting sick from these particular treats that were coming from overseas, um, <clears throat> and so now I specifically look for Made in USA on her little doggy treats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. it is so so yeah. that you know there's just one area of my life that I I understand how important it is, um, and you know I know a lot of the beauty products I'm buying are from here and. 
you know, a good portion of the of the of the the makeup of them is from here as well. But you're right; it's like it wouldn't be a hundred percent. We wouldn't be competitive with the rest of the world because there are those botanicals and other special ingredients that we're finding that are doing amazing things to be able to you know anti aging, help us feel more youthful you know, uh, look better, feel better, all of those things. And we don't, we don't want to miss out on those things. So I like your guidelines. So manufactured yeah. and made, those are the seals. Um, right. Yeah. So tell us. And, a little- and, 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 the, and the other, the other aspect of, of, of that is if you, if you're if somebody who's listing has a brand, you know, and, and, and is asking themselves, well, why do I want to have somebody else verify? And the answer to that is, Together, we're trying to, with, with all the brands in the United States, following the rules is what most everyone is doing. And so it's a no-brainer to say, oh, yeah, put your hand up. Yes, I'm following the rules and get our seal. But what that does is the more companies that do that, the more we create value in what made in America means. The fewer, the, the, the less companies that do that, the more companies who aren't following the rules are getting away with it. And that's, mm-hmm. and, and the companies that really are not made in America. We had a very big company, Alme, for example, very big company, uh, and they were doing a huge campaign with, uh, uh, Carrie Underwood. And the U.S. Attorney General came in and said, uh, no, you're not made in America. And they had to completely change their campaign. That was just last year in July. I remember so, those commercials, and I remembered thinking, oh, I like Almay, and I, I like Carrie Underwood. And it, there was like that emotional connection for me mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. regards to that campaign, yeah. But they're not made in America. Now, she and is, the she is but Attorney General they're not. <laughs> came in and said, no, you can't do that. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's important. It, it makes a difference, and we want to create and protect the value. If a company is being is is selling based on that and wanting to connect with consumers, we want consumers to have confidence that a company is saying that really is, and that's what our our seal is designed to do. Yeah. So, can you share with us some of the companies that you know are are getting this label and. Let's let our consumers know so they know. Yeah, so there are you know, all sorts of sizes of companies, big and small. One of our smaller companies, a company called Free Your Main, it's a Baobab um, a hair care and body care line. Um, but we also have John Paul Mitchell Systems. Uh, that's one of our, our largest companies and just really taking a very innovative and leadership role with us. Um, the, 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 our platform is based on, on in categories. So there are four, uh, 14 different categories, hair care, skin care, body care. Um, we have um, Footmade is another company. They're an actual manufacturer of brushes, and they make um, a product that's designed to take care of your feet. Uh, we have um, uh, uh, Up4, which is a, a uh, probiotic um, internal nutrient product that, you, that we have. Um, I think I mentioned intelligent nutrients. We also have Salon, so Planet Salon. Um, so any, um, you can go on AmericanMadeBeauty.com, choose your category, and you can see all of these various different brands, and every day we're, we're adding more and more brands to uh, to the site. Tell us more than how um, you know Planet Salon can qualify under your seal. 
Well, Planet Salon is a service business, and obviously in this, in our services businesses are, are based here in the United States. They, they, are, they started here in the United States, and 100% of their workforce is here in the United States. So they qualify as a Made in America brand. I love that because that just kind of goes beyond something that's maybe just being manufactured here. You could say made in the USA or made in America brand um, just based on the fact that you're an American started bred company. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. And the reason why it's valuable for service companies to be on AmericanMadeBeauty.com is that we're noticing since we launched the website and every month it increases – we're noticing that over 40% of the traffic that we have coming to the site is coming from outside of the United States. Yes, so I believe there that. are people that are absolutely that are searching for and looking for um, American brands, and so uh, service services is another important aspect of that. Yeah. Now, are they are, so? Some of these companies, because I could I could definitely see that happening, and about forty percent of my audience is international. So these mm-hmm. these companies can go on to uh, AmericanMadeBeauty.com, and if they see a particular company that they like they can contact you to maybe see how they can have it distributed or exported to them yeah well that's sort of one of the, that's one of the things that's that's naturally occurring right. is that we are being uh, contacted as far as the opportunity to work with uh, help help connect distribution to these brands which was ultimately you know what we what uh, we hoped would happen um, the whole objective of american made beauty from the very beginning was to connect uh, domestic and, and international customers to our brands. And uh, so more and more we're having uh, contact uh, of people that are wanting to connect with the brand. In many of these cases, many of these brands are brands that because we have gone through the process of vetting them, most of them are also ready for um, international exports. They've right. done all of the things that are necessary in order for the product to be ready to go outside the United States as well. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there's opportunities that you consult with other companies um, to help them understand some of that that liaison of exporting, development, regulations. We actually, yeah, we actually um, teach a program called the Beauty Industry Market Access Program, BEMA. Um, and it's hosted by one of our American-made beauty brands, Universal Companies, uh, actually hosts our uh, BEMA program. And it's, uh, there, are, there are a couple of different programs, but in specific, we do a, a two-day program, which is an, an introduction. Somebody who is just starting a new beauty brand or uh, is thinking about, it's a perfect uh, two-day program to really give you the nuts and bolts of building a brand from the very beginning so that it can be successful domestically and has the capacity to go international. And then we do a three-day program that really outlines all of the nitty-gritty that's necessary to start intellectually strategizing about the best way to go about um, expanding internationally. Mm, that's fascinating. All right. So I want to make sure. So how do people find out about that, your BEMA program? So you, the, finding out the Beauty Industry Market Access Program, you can go to beautyindustryprogram.com. So that's beautyindustryprogram.com, and it has all of the details about the program that's available. Perfect. So if somebody's interested in starting a beauty product line, this could be a foundational educational opportunity for them to learn how to be able to do that. 
Absolutely. With the intent of going, you know, of exporting and going international at some point. Yeah, because, you know, the the one thing that most people don't understand is that when it comes to making a beauty product, you really want to build it right from the very beginning so that it has the capacity to go international. It may be two, three, five, ten years before you ever take the product international. But if you don't build it right from the very beginning, which means uh, working with whoever is manufacturing the product, the kinds of ingredients that go into it, the way you design the packaging, the way that you protect it from an intellectual property, trademarks, things like that. If you haven't thought through the mechanics of what it would take to go international, you'll find brands find themselves in a situation where they've spent years and years building a brand here in the United States and literally have to start over to have the capacity to go international. And, so and that's that, why it's important yeah, to know at the beginning. And so what are some of those elements? Is it is it is it size, is it packaging, is it ingredients, is it safety, is it Well certainly I mean from the from the ground level, it's really the way the product is manufactured and okay. the, the the documentation that is collected at the time that the R and D is going into putting the product together. So that's one of the basic things. Right. Outside of the United States, in order to be able to to send a product into many uh, regions of the world, those governments require paperwork that documents the uh, safety that went into it, um, uh, what are the, the, um, what's called the uh, safety material sheets. Um, They used to be called MSDS sheets. They're now called... Um, safety data sheets, mm-hmm. all of that information needs to be collected on not only ev- the finished good, the final product, but every single raw material that goes into the product, every component, the bottle, the jar, the label, all of that documentation needs to be compiled in a file. If a product's been in the market for three to five years, to try and go back and get all of that information is a nightmare. Oh, I can <laughs> and imagine. Most, yeah, most mo and and most uh, manufacturers will charge a cosmetic company a lot of money to go back to try and figure all of that out. So there's a perfect example of a very simple thing that needs to be done right at the very beginning. You may not need that paperwork until you decide to go international, but you, but by collecting it and having it all in order. Um, at the very beginning, it will save tons and tons of time. And, right. and that's just one element. We can talk about tons of other ones, but it's that kind of knowledge that if you know it at the front end, it makes going international so much easier. Absolutely, yeah. Well, we're getting ready to go on another break here. And so, you know, Patty, when when we come back, I want you to share with us not only some of these companies, but what is let's let's talk about that from that emotional point too. What is what does it really mean for these companies to be working with you to have that seal and that that brand and um, because I think it is important, and I think it's going to continue to be important and, and allow companies to be able to prosper. But like you just said with your BEMA program, um, that that critical foundation for people to start from. So there's, there's, sure. there's still a lot to share. So we'll be right back. Give me a, give me a uh, tweet on uh, Bonnie Bonadeo one and let me know what you think about made in America. Thanks. We'll be right back.
Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. I'm here with Patty Schmucker from American Made Beauty. And, you know, we keep every time we go to break, there's like this other aha moment that I have in what we're sharing with each other kind of in between the show and everything. So Patty's from American Made Beauty, and we talked already about, you know, what does it mean and how, you know, how do you classify American Made Beauty? And she went through some very distinctive um, pieces here from manufacturing to made in USA um, and that, you know, part of it is not being 100% made here is – is not the expectation of made or manufactured in America because it wouldn't make us competitive, but that there is an enormous amount of people watching us and wanting us because of not only the quality of the products that they do what they say, but the safety measures that that we put around cosmetics and beauty um, that's regulated by the FDA. So Patty's company, Made in America, uh, or American Made Beauty is one more layer of certification that um, can support companies to be able to not only wear that label and that seal, but also then support them in in exporting to other countries. Right. Yeah. Yes. And and it's a, it there's there's just a, a whole plethora of of rules that have to be followed. And in the United States, we have these rules, these rules that have led to being able to produce product that is clearly labeled. Consumers have the opportunity to make informed decisions about what they're using on their body and in their body because of um, decades of regulations that have, have, have been put in place. But because we are a free democracy and we don't want to have barriers to trade and we want to create an entrepreneurial, innovative environment, our government does not require that companies prove that they've met all these rules to put a product in the marketplace. However, if a product company puts their product in the marketplace and they haven't followed the rules, they're in big trouble. And they're, I mean, people can go to jail. There's, they can lose millions of millions of dollars. So and not to mention the fact that they can lose their customers. So it's really yeah. not in their best interest not to follow the rules. Um, but there are a lot of people that will start and won't know what to do. And that's really one of the, the, the things we pride ourselves in doing is being one of the only places we're aware of in the country that has a foundational 
program in education and consulting services and our validation service that gives people those tools to help them know exactly what to do. You know, Patty, I hope that, I mean, this is fabulous. I mean, obviously we're in beauty and this is important to us. And, and, it, and it's important for the consumers to understand that all of these things are regulated. And there's mm-hmm. a couple, you know, a couple major associations, um, you know, that represent America, but kind of cross over into North America in regards to Mexico and, and Canada um, that monitor and make sure that these products are being taken care of and that they are safe. And and anytime there is, you know, a report of some type of a safety issue with the beauty products, these associations are on it. Um, right. So I love the fact that you're kind of you're 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 taken on this this huge pioneering effort effort of you know that this american made beauty products and and i hope that it it follows suit in other industries and um that we can we can as consumers have more awareness of where these products are coming from or you know because i mean it's like i'm thinking about just my food i don't know where my food is coming from right I mean, you know, yes. e- even though even though you know we might source corn, you know, in America, I don't know that my corn's coming from America, right? So, yeah. so there's still a lot of questions and issues out there. So, I love that you're heading this up, and even if it starts in the beauty industry, maybe the Made in America, you know, label, symbol, seal will will really start to take effect. In that, as consumers, we can be better educated, so we can make better choices. So, but beauty I, beauty I mean, is a great place for it to start. Yeah, absolutely. And and then consumers are playing a, a big role in leading this charge by um, asking the questions and uh, not trusting a, a claim that, that's made. Uh, you know, you a company is required in the cosmetic industry. Uh, part of the labeling requirement is that there has to be information on the product that says who makes the product and, and a way in which a consumer can contact that company. Uh, if they have a question or if something happens, that is that is required. Mm-hmm. So when you pick up a product and um, that information is not clearly visible on the product, you know that you're looking at a product that probably if they don't understand that rule, there may be other rules that they don't understand either. And I would just put it back on the shelf. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and I, those, and I think part of it, because we did have someone tweet us, you know, how do I know where my makeup is made? Because makeup is, you know, again, a combination of ingredients. And because she's saying that she doesn't see anything on it. But it could have been on the packaging, not necessarily on the product itself. Absolutely. So yeah. the regulation is there is a there is the primary packaging, which would be the the fine. The, if the if she's if the client is holding a compact in her hand, that compact is the primary packaging. There would have been a secondary packaging that that compact would have come in, which is the exterior box. Mm-hmm. The regulatory information would have been on that secondary packaging. Okay. So um, so once that's thrown away, then no, you really don't know. Um, but. Um, that should have been on the on the secondary packaging. Yeah. What else do you want to share with consumers from this perspective? Then, In reading ingredients, reading the packaging is important. Know know that there are um, you know standard rules that need to be followed, and they're common sense kinds of things. Um, it should be very clear at the very the, on the front of the package exactly who, what the name of the product is, and that it's clear what that product is, is for, that it's a shampoo or a conditioner. Um, those, are, those are 
basic common sense things, and there should be an ingredient list on the back of that product. And and those are things that, as consumers, you can just have that in your mind. And when you're looking for product and you don't see those things, then you know that, that you're probably working or looking at a product that isn't very sophisticated. And there's so many choices out there of really great quality products uh, that you, you don't don't compromise on that. Um, and when you find things that uh, that you love and that are following all of the rules, make sure that you communicate with the brands because they they want to know that you notice that. Stuff. Right. So um, that's a, the, the, this is the day and age where there's. Uh, this is a this is a consumer market. It is consumers have all the power in the world, and talking with the brands are, is so exciting for the brand owners. They absolutely love knowing and getting the feedback from the from the customer. Uh, so take that opportunity to talk to the brands on their websites and 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 interact with them because it makes your relationship. Uh, so much better because there, there's that two-way communication. Yeah, that's really good. And I, I remembered reading an article not that long ago on um, some of these, uh, you know, because we're buying a lot more online. I mean, I'm on Amazon Prime every week <laughs> having uh-huh. something shipped. And um, so we're buying a lot more online. And we're, you know, we're probably not as diligent in, in looking to see where is it coming from? You know, where was it manufactured? Am I getting the, you know, the top quality product? I think Amazon does a good job of being very, as descriptive as they can so I can make a better choice of if there's three to choose from, which one, you know, maybe sometimes the least expensive one is the choice I make. But maybe sometimes I'm like, well, why is that one so much cheaper than this one? Like, what's the difference? And, and usually it's where it's made is the difference. Right. Um, but. Well, yeah, go ahead. And that's interesting, Bonnie, because as it relates to cosmetics, the same kind of information that's required on a, on a, on a packaging for cosmetics when you're physically in the store, the law requires, the, this is where the FTC comes in. The packaging is F, F, FDA. But the FTC steps in when a product is sold online. Mm. And so the same type of information that you would see on the packaging if you were in a store, you need to be able to see online. If you go to a cosmetic, um, a beauty company's website, and you want to buy a product and they have it available for sale, their ingredient list and every piece of information that would normally be on their packaging that you can see, you should be able to see on mm-hmm. very visibly on the website. And it's not by enlarging the picture of the product, but literally there should be a tab that says usage, ingredients, warnings, all of those kinds of information is required by the FTC to be available for consumers to make informed choices before they purchase. Yeah. So again, yeah, you go to somebody's website and they don't have all of that information visible, go choose someone else because you're dealing with somebody that doesn't, isn't following the rules and consequently may not be following the rules as it relates to giving you a good quality, safe, safe product. Right. Good quality and safe. I mean, because those are mm-hmm. those are two critical things that uh, you know, for some reason, people that's what they want, and you know, sometimes cheaper is not always better. But there was a lot of controversy with these clothing companies, these online clothing companies. Uh, mm-hmm. They were showcasing these beautiful dresses, you know, thirty nine ninety five type of thing, um, and people were buying them like crazy. But when they were showing up, they were like, oh, not of good quality, um, and you know, just numerous complaints numerous complaints and they they did they they had to 
provide further, um, I think, diligence to these companies that they were misrepresenting their brand and the products that they were selling to consumers. So it is a buyer's beware. Um, but I think that your seal of, you know, uh, made in America has does have a tremendous amount of leverage and um, confidence for people to buy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for brand owners as well to know that um, it for what emotionally what we've heard too is brand owners that have gone through our process and re, and and been awarded the seal. It it gives them a little pep in their step, if you will. It gives them a little extra sense of confidence because they know they've gone through the effort. It's been important to them to do it right and to have somebody else could come back and give them a stamp of approval and say yes. You've done it, and you've done a good job, and we're proud to to, to have you have the made uh, American Made Beauty uh, seal. Um, that that makes a, a difference that they feel real, uh, a sense of pride about. Yeah. Will you give us your information of how people can source you and and find out more about this? They might be a company interested in getting this seal and going through uh, the process to have um, a Made in America label. Um, and then Absolutely. also also share with us too your beauty industry um, program. How, how they can source so that. So um, American Made Beauty, um, you can find AmericanMadeBeauty.com. Uh, and right on AmericanMadeBeauty.com, there is um, a, a navigation that says Join Now. And right there will give you all of the information about who qualifies, how to qualify, and a, an application. You, it just takes a couple of minutes, fill it out. Um, that just answers a few questions to get the process started. Uh, and then we, t- we we take it from there and, and, and make contact with you. So it's very simple, AmericanMadeBeauty.com. Our phone number is listed. I'm a big believer in talking to people, so <laughs> feel free to call our office and we answer. And I, lo- we will, I um, love that because I had a complaint with uh, Amazon and shipping something the other day. They, they, didn't, they didn't do a very good job, and I was like, no, I just have to call them. I, I spent 15 minutes on their website trying to figure out how to. They kept taking me to FAQs. Did you? Did did this right. help you? Did this help you? Did this help you? Yeah. Finally, I was able to get to a phone number. Um, yeah, yeah, that's frustrating. I'm old, I'm old school, and if I if I not even if I have a problem, if I want to interact with somebody, I want to pick up the phone and talk to them. And I know there's a lot of people that don't, but we make it easy. We'd love to hear from you. So there's a phone number right there that you can call if you've got questions. And if you're interested in actually more education, you're interested in developing a brand or you have a brand that's doing less than $5 million a year in business, you know, take a look at our um, beautyindustryprogram.com. Beautyindustryprogram.com is the website where we uh, have a lot of information um, about some education programs uh, that we that we offer. Uh, right now, they're being taught just in Southern California, uh, but um, we certainly have some opportunities that uh, we've been uh, invited to go to other parts of the country uh, and certainly willing to do that. Uh, but you can come to Southern California. Our next program is coming up. Uh, the first week of November, November 1st and 2nd, where we'll be offering our two-day um, introductory program that gives all of the basics on how to uh, start a brand right from the very beginning so it can be successful not only domestically, but has the capacity to go international. Great. Patty, thank you so much. And I know we've got one of your companies, Free Your Main, coming on um, on September 22nd. So everybody be sure to listen to that. So thanks for being with us, Patty. Uh, next thank week's you, show. I'm excited, yeah. I'm excited to, to, to have you. You're also going to be coming on our show, uh, Radio A&B. 
Uh, and so we'll be um, uh, having you with us uh, in a couple of weeks. Good. And we're going to share all about beauty inside and out. So that's really exciting. So join us next week. We're going to have, uh, you know, Red Thursday and Paint the Town Red, an event that's coming up that's really supporting some cancer survivors for uh, the upcoming Cancer uh, Awareness Month. Well, this month is Cancer Awareness Month for ovarian cancer. And then, of course, next month, you know, is breast cancer. So we like sharing um, all the opportunities that make us feel beautiful. And thank you for joining us here on Beauty Inside out. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.